Welcome to this episode of Ignite, and we have none other than my pillow, Mike Lindale. <laughs> Thanks for having me and on. We have been friends for a lot of years, yep. and, and we've shared the stage together a lot. Yeah, but never together. But usually never, yeah, usually, you usually go up or I go up, well, and then usually go before you. me. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of fun, yeah. and, and I, you know, uh, I've, I've watched, uh, if I dare say, you grow in your spiritual maturity from just kind of knowing, always being exuberant, but coming into a deep walk with the Lord. Right. And in in all the, the epic stuff you're doing, we can't talk about it here, but epic stuff you're doing, thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. But I just want to talk about this one thing. Why is it that wherever you go, no matter where you speak, no matter how dark it is, you're telling people they need Jesus? What what? Why is that so important to you? Well, that that's what it's all about. <laughs> I mean, that's that, that is a you know. I want to I, I kind of bring it back a little bit. Um, you know, I always. I always, uh, you, you know, use mathematics to say that God existed. I'd say that in my life, I'm going, this was a one in a million, this was a one in a billion, or this thing never happens. When you add them together, when does it become a miracle? Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I would try and confirm this and, and over and over. Yeah. And God was always chasing me. Well, you all see me on TV wearing my cross and everything. Well, I hadn't done a full surrender, you know. Um, I quit everything in January 16th, all my addictions in January 16, 2009. But that... Um, you know, that was the desire for the drugs. It was, uh, and uh, one of the things that happened there was a friend of mine came to me the month prior and uh, we were equal in every way. We were functioning addicts. We had both started cocaine in the early 80s and then turned to crack in the, in the 2000s. And, but I had heard a rumor he had found the Lord four years earlier and I hadn't seen him. And he showed up. Now, remember, in my state of mind at that time, I was reaching, looking for any hope yeah, I could yeah, find. Yeah. I was living in the wo- yeah. this woods in a house, staring at the ceiling, nothing left. My pillow was just a little blip on the radar. I remember you said one time, I- I'm not sure it's the cocaine or the Holy Spirit that inspired me to do my pillow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was a dream. That was definitely the Lord. That was the Lord. <laughs> I mean, but, when it, but you know, I, I stayed up a lot, but when I did sleep, yeah. it was quality. Yeah, right? yeah. Boy, but, uh, but my friend came to me out of the nowhere, Nick Van Sloan and, and Dick came walking in. He had been straight for four years, I had heard. And I go, Dick, what are you doing here? He said, the Lord led me here. He says, what are you doing? And I said, you know what? As long as you're here, I said, I got a question for you. I said, is it boring? And he said, no, man, it ain't oh, boring. Oh, man. And I, tr- I went after him for you, two. You don't, you don't do boring two, very well. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, but two hours, I, but I had all other kinds of questions for him yeah. because at that point, he was my hope. But it wasn't him that was my hope. My hope was that he had found Jesus, this Jesus, right? <laughs> and and so 2009 came when I, you know, I quit all my addictions. And at that point, then you know, was at my bottom. Well, if I'd have went one more day, my calling would have been gone. You know, I knew that. I knew that really? one more day, my calling would be really? gone, and wherever really? that path would have went. Yeah. You know, we all have yeah. callings, and yeah, but mine do. would have been gone. Yeah, and purpose. and. And you, I'm, I'll fast forward now to, yeah. to February 18th, 2017, everybody. Okay, all right. 2017. And I, and I went in. It was uh, it was actually Operation Restore Warrior. It's like a retreat. I'm not a veteran, but it was another divine appointment I had. And went in there, and and this place, it was like, you know, you get your hearts restored. But it, for, for me, it was turned on that day where I did a full surrender to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was something I had never experienced. It was a, wow. it was like a 
What I expected, you know, I kept wanting that. I go, what is, you know, I'm with my gal and she's had this relationship. I'm going, I believe in God. I believe in God. You know, I go to church. I went three yeah. times this month, you know. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, uh, we have a lot of friends that believe in God. <laughs> right, they right. know who he is. They right. know Jesus is the son of God. But, yeah, but. but the change that day, it was like it was all, it was all lifted to him. Mm. It was like a, I was able to forgive myself for something, mm. for my past, things mm. I had done mm. that were hanging on me, this, mm. it, like a shame and this, and the inside me to that uh, um, that I wasn't worthy just things that were just lifted and him forgiven me and and it was uh, I it was at that point I, I can describe it as just a big relief of going wow this is it <laughs> and, and it was amazing because two months later here's a guy if you read my book that couldn't I wasn't very good at talking you need to read his book yeah. by the way his book but, is awesome. <laughs> yeah what are the odds but in my book you know I went I, w- I wasn't my biggest fear was speaking my biggest fear bar none That's you know crazy. you read you know That's crazy. but I look back and it was fear of rejection you don't yeah. get rejected if you don't talk yeah and yeah. if you'd have told me back then that I'd be going around doing evangelistic speaking <laughs> and speaking out for Jesus, I would have said, uh, yeah, right. Well, I, two months later, I was we did a big U.S. Bank Stadium. It was a big evangel, evangelistic event uh, um, at U.S. Bank Stadium, 50,000 people. And I told just a little bit of my story and talked about Jesus and led in prayer. I had never prayed in prayer. Probably here's 50,000 people. But two weeks later... I was at an amusement park with my granddaughter, and she, all these kids came up, millennials, you know, 20-year-olds and stuff come. They come up. Here were all these Christian bands and Christian speakers, and they came up, yeah, and they're real. going, you changed my life. I found yeah, Jesus. I found Jesus. That's and, it. And, That's you know, thing. they seen the hope in me mm-hmm. that I had seen in my friend if, if Dick. God can change you. you. Know, right. right <laughs> you know, and, and to use my story to, to bring yeah. hope, and that hope is Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So what I, what I want to say is, I, people, what we have now is an opportunity in history that's ne- I don't believe it's ever been anywhere that we've never in this time we're in right now. Yeah. Before this China virus, before all this happened, um, I was sitting with a guy and we were I didn't know him and we were talking and he says he says Mike he says you know people don't look to Jesus unless things are bad they don't look for, they don't look for god they don't look for jesus and he said we he goes it would take the great depression to bring this country back to god and i looked at him and i said no i said i said in the great depression i believe they had god and they were praying for physical things like uh, you know food and shelter but i said Right now, we have something better. We have addiction. Now, this is before this pandemic. Yeah. I said, we have addiction. Yeah. People are praying for their souls and praying for that. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking for hope, okay? Yeah. So, but now, think where we're at now as a country. <laughs> now, everybody's looking for hope. Everybody. And that hope, Everybody. that's why we're in the biggest Everybody. revival in history. Thank because you. I can sit out there and talk about <laughs> Jesus, and Tell they're going, Mike, is that really the answer? <laughs> yes, it's really the answer. It's so simple. We're looking at the greatest revival in history. I tell people, I said, this is the best time in history to be alive. This is going to change what's going on now. God has had his hand in all of this. I don't care what you want to talk about. But of all this stuff going on it's on his timing it's not on my timing or your timing it's on god's timing and you think how when things get bad remember that when things get bad then people look for hope the darker and that hope is jesus uh, the darker it gets the easier it is to share jesus absolutely amazing if if trump had been elected it would have been back to business as usual the church had been lax days ago declining no everybody you know a a great statistic and and and, uh, well we won't get into that 
Yeah, right. but you said if he was elected. He was, but we, well, know, yeah. we won't go we'll there. Get there right but, you know, everything, <laughs> yeah, God's yeah, got everything under control. Right, Who knows yeah, where right. that's going to go? That's another subject for another <laughs> Stay tuned. That's yeah, another network. But we're talking about God. Right. Here's a big statistic. Over 80% of the unchurched right now, these right. are hard statistics. Right. Over 80% of the unchurched know the world's out of control. Duh. Yeah. Would like to believe. Over 80% of the unchurched would like to believe there's a God yeah. who can solve the problem. They're looking for somebody to tell them, right. and they already have at least one person in their life that they trust. Mm -hmm. We could evangelize America in 30 days if we wanted to, right. but only 1% of us are Mike Lindell's. Only 1% of us share. Well, we got, what do we say to those people out there to get Everyone, this is the time. This is a personal every, responsibility. Every, yeah, everybody, you can't just go to, you know, if you know Jesus, you better be telling people about Jesus. That's it. I mean, there's a, what are you, what are you waiting for? A day when, you know, I'm gonna wait till things are really bad. Yeah. Um, hello. <laughs> Now and, is the time. And, and they're not the, going to church. They, yeah. They're not going yeah. to church. The only way we can reach the lost, and they're not right. bad people, they're lost people. We can get all mad. They're lost. They're right. blinded. Right. Yeah. And if we don't tell them, who's going to tell them? It's right. up to us. Right. It's right down to you and me and all of us watching here. We Absolutely. have to ignite people. You, you have to bring them. Like, even on my lindellrecoverynetwork.org, when I have it's the best yeah. online help for addicts. Oh, it's free. It's Fantastic. free. And But you know what? They go there, and they're going in, and they're seeing all these hope matches that are just like them, and they're going, how did they make it through? And they, all the answer is the same answer, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 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 They're going, there's got to be another answer. <laughs> well, you know what? Let me tell you out there, everyone that's out there right now in the situation that we're all in and different, you know, different things that we're at this terrible or place we're at, if you if you look around and you see people that have a peace, they're the ones with Jesus. <laughs> if, you know, if they're smiling, yeah, they're, if they really I mean, are happy, I mean, yeah. they're Christians. You I mean, can and you're Christians going, out. how do we get through this? How do we get through this? And and you know what? And people, That's true. And I want to tell That's everyone true. too. We always look back and you say, "Oh, this is the worst time." You look back. I can look back in my life, but when we get way out here to this great place, we're going to get to, and you look back, all this had to happen. And the reason that's happening is, like you said, if everything would have been great and yeah. everything going right, back to the same old, yeah, same, same old status old. quo. The church was going that, like yeah, the this. The church down, was going down, like down, this, down, an down. older age yeah. and lesser people. Yeah. Less people. Now Absolutely. I'll tell you what, they're, everybody's engaged <laughs> going, well, they're just reaching for hope. Where is it? Where is, where it? is it? Hello, where is it's it? right in front of you. And we have it. We, we have, have it. It's, it's right in front of <laughs> you. We got it. Right. It's, it's all around you. You just got to reach down and get on your knees and surrender to Jesus. This is the busiest guy I know. And this is number one thing. Going, yeah, I want to tell you all out there, you know, when I used to be, you know, before I got saved, before I surrendered a full surrender, I would do prayers that, you know, in my life, I've had guns to my head, swords to my throat. I've had, you name it, it's happened. But you know what? When I would get in, when things were bad, I would sit there and go, God, please get me out of this. I'll never do it again. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, you get me out of it. But then there's some things I prayed for that wouldn't come to pass. They wouldn't come. And I go, I'm going, God, why, you know, why didn't this, you know, why did this happen when I prayed for this? Well, let me tell you, if it might not have been God's will. Actually, it wasn't God's will. Well, where is God's will? God's will is in the Word. So if you stay in the Word, I can tell you this. You stay in the Word, and then your prayers can be proactive, and they line up. When you're praying, they line up. Okay? Yes. Yes. And it's a miracle. <laughs> then you're going, so for all out there, 
all of you out there that know Jesus, you get out there and you evangelize. I mean, you go, you get, this is the time, this is the time where, you, you know, everybody is just the reaching and you're going, you're going to say after you do it a few times, they're going to, it just comes natural. You're going to go, really? Is that the hope? Is that the hope? You know, they especially know. you're in a church. I mean, if, and you have the church, the churches right now, if you got a church and there's a very few people, um, hello, you're not marketing your church right because there's people out there looking they're for starving. They're, they're starving, starving for the, the word. And the church probably closes doors. What's yeah, that all yeah, about? Yeah, so, it's, yeah, it's, so, it's starving. I, I figured so. this out a long time ago. When you and I get to heaven, it's not going to matter how many pillows you sold or bottles of car wax I sold. That's that is right. not going to be a discussion. It's going to be how many are people are in heaven because of our influence. Yeah, yeah, and, so yeah. and that's why everybody our influence. Yeah, you have yeah, immense yeah. influence. Right. You're using your influence. Yeah. That's why I wanted yeah. to have you on for Yeah, it's all about You're the using kingdom. Your influence. Everything I'm doing, influence. everything I'm doing, I, you know, I pray about things I'm going to do to be proactive and to do what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm just out there not doing, you know, they're, they're, this is what God's had me doing. I align, I use that, I, I always use Proverbs 3, 5, 6, you know, oh, yeah. trust in the Lord with Love all your heart, lean, on, on, lean not on verse. your own understanding, <laughs> and always acknowledge him and he will Every guide your path. Even the bad and stuff. I'm telling you, I went down some pretty bad paths, you know. Um, you know, when your drug dealers do a intervention on you and you're on crack. His they, drug dealers uh, cut they, him off. They cut me off. Yeah, no, my, my drug dealers cut me off in Minneapolis back in 2008. I couldn't, I had been up for a couple weeks. They cut me off. I run out of crack, head down to the streets of Minneapolis, come back upstairs, couldn't buy crack anywhere, come back upstairs and one of them still sitting up. He goes, how'd that work out for you? And here's what he said to me. He looked at because I would always tell him this. He goes, he goes, man, you've been telling us this my pillow thing is just a platform for God, and you're going to come back someday and help us all when you quit out of this addiction world we're living in. Two of those guys work for me now. I'm born again Christians, whoa, whoa, you know. So when you sit whoa, and you pray, you know, whoa, where's my calling, Lord? Whoa. We're all called. And once you have Jesus, to spread the word of Jesus. That's number one, right there. So if you line up your calling, if you line up your calling with that, with your bigger calling, it, it becomes powerful, right? I've been. You at got this. a platform. You got a big platform. So I, you're yeah. and you're using it to speak out the I word. Think I think I've been at this for a lifetime. Okay, right. you've been at it for a few years. You're already passing me, or at least we're side by side fighting this fight. <laughs> I remember one night, right, right quick, we were in Colorado Springs. I forget it. I don't, I don't know the organization. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. all Christians. Yep, Christians. Yep, I know that. I okay. The time. Yeah. And you sat with us. You didn't eat. You were working on your notes. You were working on yeah, your notes. Yeah. Well, you're, you're working on your notes. You were so nervous. You were so nervous. Okay. So then you get up. You didn't even look at your notes. No, you started no, talking no, about no, Jesus. No, no. And we all looked at him and said, he did all this. He just talked about his heart. And you became an evangelist right in front of our eyes. There's no one's ever preached the gospel better than Michael and Dale, right in front of our eyes. I just speak what's on my heart and what's real. You know, that's why, uh, you know, I, for me, I would, I would, that was my worst thing. If you can take me... And, my, and, and being as a speaker, picking out for Jesus, anybody can, because that was my biggest fear. You know, I'm writing these notes, and I'm looking at notes, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> By the way, way, we got an event coming up. Uh, we're having about a hundred of our closest friends in our backyard this evening to hear this guy. And he's got, he's just, he just flew in. He's got to go out there in a minute. Last word. Why should they all, every one of them, watch this right now, be sharing their faith? 
Well, that's what we're here for. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, it's still it's right now. Why would you not want to share what if you have Jesus? Why would you not want to go out and market that to the world when we have the best opportunity in history right now? You know, this is the best time in history. Yeah, never You're never going to get if never you don't easier. use this time. How are you going to oh. face God and go? Oh. You know what? Oh. You were told to go evangelize yeah, at that time. Life. Why didn't you? Why didn't you? Well, you know, I just went. I went to church, though. You know, well, if you know, you know what you're supposed to do. But and then turn know, around, try to you know, finish it off. How much fun is it? Oh, it's a lot of fun. How I did that. Uh, you know, when I asked my friend, I said, "Is it boring?" <laughs> I didn't ask him, "Is it fun?" <laughs> but it is. I just didn't want it to be boring. Yes, yeah, it, it is amazing. It's a blast. It's amazing when you know that you're doing what you're supposed to be oh. doing for the Lord. It, and and you know, and it is. Then anything can come at you. You all know the stuff. I've been attacked. I've been attacked at everything. You name it, it's happened. But even my even my company. The 2,500 employees, they all, their faith, it just spills over because they're it going, does. God has protected us and protect us and stood, you know, and, and people come, they see that as a miracle. You guys look around you now and you're going to see one of the biggest miracles coming, but you've got to look at the little miracles that are right here right now and look at the opportunity we have. And the, this is the yes, opportunity. Yes, yes, people yes. don't look for hope until <laughs> things are bad. And that hope is Jesus. That's why we're in the biggest revival in history. You've got to be a part of it. You know, don't, don't, you know turn off the TV and Listen get out and talk guy. to your friends. Call up your, call up your family members. Call up this have a, have a little Bible studies and talk. Amen. Thank you. Blessings. God bless you. Go get them out there. All right. All right. God bless, God bless you, you all. You're awesome. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.